0: Today we'll be talking about distribution of funds in Europe. My name is Raymond Franken at Investment Officer Luxembourg. I'm here with Xavier Parrain, the Chief Executive Officer of Fundrock, one of the management companies in Luxembourg. Xavier, welcome.
1: Thanks a lot. Uh, Thank you. I'm very happy to be with you today. Let's talk a little
0: bit about uh, Fundrock. Where does it come from and how, is it, how has it become what it is today?
1: Yeah, in a few words, Funrock was created uh, first under the Royal Bank of Scotland uh, name uh, tw- more than 20 years ago now. So there is a long track record, a long legacy business in Luxembourg, uh, very well established for, for a while as a Manco business in Luxembourg. And the name Funrock uh, is coming uh, in 2015 when there was a spin-off from uh, RBS uh, to uh, to go to the private sector uh, with uh, a French private equity fund, Blackfin, a sole shareholder of uh, Funrock. So in 2015, the name Funrock was new in the market, created from scratch, and the idea was to switch uh, from a, a pure Luxembourg player, uh, RBS Luxembourg, was really focusing on Luxembourg funds, uh, to a pan-European player. It's what we did with Blackfin uh, between 2015 and 20, and uh, yes, I believe that we were very successful in this period because we, at the end, we are number one uh, in Luxembourg as a, a third-party manco, really focusing mainly on UCITS uh, business for liquid assets, but also on non-UCITS and liquid assets. And uh, one year ago, uh, there was a change of shoulder. We are now part of Apex Group. And really the idea uh, with Epex group is to replicate our business model. Uh, not only in Europe. In Europe we are now uh, not only in Luxembourg, but in Ireland, in France, in UK, uh, and able to create uh, local funds uh, throughout Europe. With Epex group now we are moving to uh, other countries where the fund business is here and where there is a strong demand of local solution for our clients. First is Abu Dhabi, where we are already live. We are very close to have an authorization in Singapore, and we are looking now to Japan, Brazil, and Australia. So it's copy paste of the small Luxembourg companies that grow a lot and that is very successful. In short, just in few words, we are managing now 120 billion euros of assets for 90 different asset managers. So very successful uh, through a job and more. Yes, yes. So, so you,
0: you, you've been very successful inside the Luxembourg market and you're looking now to replicate that success basically on a global scale. What lessons are you taking with you into the world? Lessons that you've learned
1: here in Luxembourg? Uh, the key is, of course, um, to uh, deliver a very good quality of services uh, to our clients. Uh, it's really the key of su- success to m- make uh, all our clients happy and uh, so it's uh, how can we do this uh, we invested a lot in uh, it tools so that we have a, a full industrialized uh, uh, process and we are investing a lot in people so um our success i believe one uh, key part of our success is uh, to have plenty of people working for Fanuc that enables backups and uh, continuity of services for our clients we are not small uh, it's very good uh, news for our clients it means that we have no keyman risk, duplication of roles, so we are able to deliver at any time or on every time zone a good quality of servicing uh, to our clients.
0: How big actually is the, uh, the influence of, uh, of
1: your, your Luxembourg experience going now into the world with, uh, with Apex Group? Uh, I believe that to, uh, to come from Luxembourg, on, on the first Luxembourg business model w- was key uh, for our clients because um, Luxembourg funds are uh, very well recognized by investors. So uh, the key is really the fact that investors have done the due diligence on Luxembourg funds; they are able to invest in, uh, in Luxembourg funds, but also that it's very good quality uh, of, uh, of, um, of products, and it enables us to uh, leverage on this. Uh, so yes, what we are doing is really uh, copy paste, replicating this operating model that is very strong. Uh, after all the different uh, regulatory announcements, uh, from, uh, from the financial crisis to now, we implemented a, a lot of new rules, uh, and it's um, it's really um, a very good story to explain to our clients in Luxembourg, but also outside Luxembourg, because it means that our model of uh, structuring funds and uh, controlling, uh, doing the risk management of funds is very strong. Just taking few examples. Um ten years ago it was question only of market risk. Now we have done plenty of investment, IT people in liquidity risk management. It was two years ago. Uh, last year we invested also IT tools plus people on ESG on climate uh, uh, risk, so that we can deliver not just market risk management, but uh, a set of plenty of different new risks for our clients. So this is pushed by regulators. But this is a good news for our clients because it's, it's a lot of new solutions.
0: What makes Luxembourg so attractive for the international fund management
1: business? Very stable. I believe that it's really um, the key. Uh, it's um, a lot of uh, value added uh, also in terms of uh, quality of people. And uh, the fact that we have people from uh, different regions uh, working in Luxembourg so we are able to deliver um a very good quality of services in different languages we have more than 29 nationalities here at, at fnok uh, even if i'm french we are speaking in english only uh, and delivering all the services in english and other languages so it's, it's a multicultural approach is very good for, for the luxembourg market
0: you're, you're taking the development of your company into the world. Do you think there's limited scope then for Luxembourg to develop its business inside the European Union?
1: No, no, no. Uh, it's, um, there is still room to do some business in Europe. Uh, of course, after Brexit, but even in continental Europe. Asset management um, is really uh, growing. There is a need uh, of savings. Uh, there is a need also for institutional clients to invest in uh, new strategies. To, uh, to find uh, uh, new ways of uh, gi- gi- having some re- positive return in a very low interest rate environment. It's uh, always innovative in asset management. So I, I really believe that uh, the growth com- can come from uh, Europe, um, but also outside Europe. Uh,
0: t- talking to people in the Luxembourg financial sector, people who are t- trying to shape its future for the next few years, they're very focused also on Asia and on the on North America is is that also significant uh, or is it just fair to say look this is not a european market this international fund management this is truly a global market and that is where the business is
1: cross-border means a lot in asset management business because uh, we are investing the asset in all different regions in the world we have asset manager from us to asia managing our funds and we have investors from us to asia so yes cross-border it's really key uh I have plenty of examples of uh, cross border business um what is uh quite um amazing is to find some uh, people in in Asia creating funds in europe for uh distribution in Asia so even this is possible so yes it's um plenty of solutions can be done from Europe, but there is also a new trend and this this is what I explain by uh, having a, a copy paste of fundrock in other countries. There is still a need of local solutions, local fund business. We were very successful in uh, creating our uh, sister company in Paris, where um, in just in uh, nine months' time we raised two billion of assets for uh, uh, more than fi- uh, fifteen different funds. So yes, there is a need of local funds due to um, the lack of passport on the IFMD directive. There is no retail passport. So there is still the need of local funds for local campaigns in different European uh, countries and uh, of course in outside Europe also. Yes,
0: yes. But it means that it's a very fragmented market. That's a lot of work for US management company. Uh,
1: Fragmented by uh, different uh, local solutions, yes. We need to have the knowledge of local funds. But the job is the same. Risk management of uh, an Italian, French, uh, or Swedish fund is the same than the one of a uh, Luxembourg one. We are using the same tools, so we, we can have efficiency project. Uh, we can have a fully industrialized setup uh, because only the legal structuring is different. But uh, the core part of the business, risk management and oversight, is the same. So for me, it's not um, a strong barrier. Uh, to create, uh, to replicate the success of what we have in Luxembourg in other countries, and of course we are outsourcing a lot from other countries to Luxembourg
0: now one of the big topics that we want to talk about is the distribution of funds uh, you, you, you mentioned already uh, a little bit of it also in uh, outside europe but uh, what makes that so important for luxembourg's position in europe and its future
1: yeah usually um, when we discuss with a non-european manager of market access to europe they want to have a fund a european fund a luxembourg fund fully ready for distribution in europe uh, this is possible we are creating the fund we are doing the product passport but when all this is done uh, the fund is not fully live we need to raise assets for the client so, so after the product passport the fund passport uh, you need to think about how to distribute your fund and this topic for me can be a, a new area of growth for manco business at, um, and where we can help our clients to distribute the funds to uh, to provide so technical solutions to plug the phone into distribution channels and Europe is quite complex in distribution we have plenty of different clearing platform distribution platform where the model of uh, can be very different from a CSD model uh, or where you have a notary you know, or um, to a, a pure uh, uh, one-to-one distribution where the client is subscribing direct directly to the, with the manco. So different business model very complex to understand for non-european uh, clients. And of course, um when a US manager for example is uh, thinking to market access in Europe, maybe they do not have a coverage for all European countries where you need to have uh, the skill set for uh, client servicing in local languages. You need to know your market, know your uh, different uh, investors. So it's quite complex so we believe that uh, Luxembourg and the Manco business can help a lot of clients uh, in the distribution uh, services. And we decided to uh, to implement a solution for our clients by creating a sister company of Phch Funrock f- uh, distribution that is a, a full MiFID entity fully regulated by CSSF and f- for proper governance it's fully segregated from the Manco and with this we have a tool we have a uh, uh, a toolkit to uh help our clients to uh raise assets and to distribute the fund in a proper way in europe and it's quite complex Lo- again local regulation for marketing documents local regulation for um how to uh to discuss with the client and and yes you cannot say always that you are doing only reverse inquiry or uh, private placement no if you want to do a push product, you need to find a regulated way to do this and we believe that uh, for Luxembourg it can be key uh, to create this ecosystem of distribution companies that uh, where you can add value and uh, of course for uh, for the margin of uh, distribution of fund product uh, the distribution is where you can find very high margins
0: so basically what you're doing now is to accept that you have a fragmented European Union with 27 national financial markets Uh, where you create one company that can us every single one of those uh, member markets in the European Union. Isn't that overly complex?
1: No, and it's not only me uh, saying this, it's also European Commission when uh, they created the uh, cross-border directive. Uh, It it is exactly this. uh, They uh, they have done the assessment and uh, the feedback from European Commission was, okay, the fund market is still fragmented. Usually funds are, even if they are passported in 20 countries, they are distributed in one, two, maximum three countries. So yes, Europe is still fragmented. I believe that there is room of improvement to create global campaigns of of distribution. And it's where we want to add value. It's it's a a strategy that is a very classical one. It's vertical integration of services. Starting from the Manco business, we are doing vertical integration to add value by uh, implementing not only risk management but also uh, a value add around distribution
0: now let's go let's back up a little bit because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what the role is of regulation here it sounds like you are accepting that the regulation is what it is and that you're adjusting your business model um, yeah to the, to the limits of the, the regulations uh, in Europe on the European market that, that have been defined and then say okay then go and we go with this type of service. Wouldn't it be much easier if regulation would be a little bit more conducive at a European level?
1: No, I, I, I'm really um, uh, optimistic on, on the way uh, regulation is implemented, uh, because the core pillar of regulation is to protect investors. Uh, so I really do not want to avoid this regulation, I want to protect the investors. So regulation for me, um, it's not uh, bad news. It's really a plus for our product to be fully regulated, and uh, and to have a distribution uh, that is also regulated. It's a very good news for our clients. It's usually uh, the clients, uh, often are big asset manager, and big asset managers they are taking the reputation risk very seriously. They want to avoid any problem uh, in different countries when selling products. So it's good to have a regulated uh, framework on all this. Where I believe that uh, maybe the discussion uh, with regulators can be improved is more on uh, time to market. Uh, where I believe that uh, yes, it's it's good to have product highly regulated, but maybe we can improve the way we can discuss with regulators to have a quicker uh, timeline of implementation of new products. It's where uh, we we believe that there is room for improvement. But yes, um, what I can confirm is that uh, our regulator in Luxembourg is doing a great job, uh, they are uh, very focused, very uh, uh, expert, they have deep knowledge of our business, uh, but time to market maybe uh, can be improved. Yes, and what
0: concretely would you like to see happen in that
1: in that space? Um, quick uh, timeline of discussion with C- CSSF uh, for regulated product uh, to have uh, Yes, uh, not six months of timing for authorization, but uh, let's say three months can be a good improvement. So um, b- a focus on timeline can be a, a great um, value add for our clients. But again, for me, the way the regulation is implemented in Luxembourg, it's uh, it's really good. It's really uh, a good protection for investors and uh, a good protection at the end for asset manager managing this product.
0: At Investment Officer Luxembourg, we wrote in the last few weeks about the reserved alternative investment funds, and we looked through the, uh, the total list of these funds. Of course, Luxembourg opened up its, uh, its, its law to, uh, to, to, to manage those funds, making it much easier a few years ago, and it's now becoming quite successful. Uh, exactly one of the reasons you mentioned is time to market is easier with these reserve kind of funds. Is that a model that you could use more often when you talk about uh, this type of distribution?
1: Yeah, f- uh, For me, there was, uh, for RAIFS there was a G-curve on, on the success. Uh, because of course it's, uh, it's quite complex to have new products coming in the market. I've seen it for RAIFS, it's the same for LTIF product now. LTIF it's, uh, there is only a few in the market. Rafts was the same. A uh, few years ago, only a few RAIFS but now, uh, institutional investors, but also asset manager, knows perfectly well uh, what type of product it is. So, so due diligence is done on the product. It's key for the success. So th- now there is a snowball effect, and uh, we uh, we are very familiar with RAIF. Uh, Please, Fernand, can you implement a RIF for us? So, yes, this is really the G curve of knowing a new product. I'm sure that uh, for all uh, new innovation, we see the same. So I'm not surprised to see this snowball effect now, and uh, a lag uh, between the creation of the product and now. How how much
0: further growth do you see for this year for Waves? Um,
1: My view is that Waves are fully related to uh, private assets, private debt, private equity, real estate. Uh, That is um, a very strong answer to low interest rates environment. Uh, So there is still uh, plenty of money on money market funds with negative return potentially to switch to um, to enhance the yield of, uh, of these uh, assets into a rave business so for me there is a huge potential of course and we see still a lot of private equity projects real estate projects still in the market yes
0: well, what, what do you think is the most interesting wave out
1: there <laughs> can i not answer to this one
0: <laughs> okay I'll, I'll let you get away with that uh, yeah, we we we've been talking about what your business is at the moment. You're talking about distribution uh, of funds as something that ha, has growth potential. Uh, do you see that happen? Uh, is that a competitive market, or is this something that that FundRock is trying to reserve to itself as a as a unique service for clients?
1: It's good to have competition. It's always good to have competition, and uh, because uh, it's also a reinsurance for our clients to to be able to compare. Uh, and uh, they can be rein ensured on the quality of servicing uh, it's good to have a competition not only on the price of course uh, the competition for me it can be on the quality and uh, on the fact that the model is robust or not so it's uh, completi- competition for me it's uh, not one single answer on uh, cheapest pricing no and it's um, and it's where I see uh, a lot of uh, value add to have not only uh, a few uh, third-party mancos, but plenty in Luxembourg. So I'm happy with the competition. Um, it's, um, it's good to have this, and we'll see uh, that uh, I believe a lot of mancos can go, and not just one. Yes. Do, do you expect more manco consolidation
0: in the next few years?
1: But it's, it's a question that w- we had in mind uh, for the last couple of years due to uh, the cost of regulation the uh, cost of regulation is what to implement the new rules you need to invest in new IT tools in people to implement these new rules can you can, can a small company survive in this more and more regulated environment it's an open question for me yes it, you you need to have a, a very strong setup to be able to address all the different uh, asset classes so uh, and it's for example for fund we are not uh, expecting to answer to all different topics on all asset classes. Uh, we are not in uh, for example we w- we are not doing uh, crypto assets at the moment because we believe that we are not strong enough we and we have no experience or not even enough skills on this area. So it's for the future. So uh yes for me what is key is that uh, small player but also big players uh, are really focusing on implementing only what they know. Where they have knowledge and experience, and and maybe it's where we can uh, explain that there is room for consolidation, because uh, w- when you want to develop your business, maybe you need to have new skills and you need to uh, merge with a competitor to have new people and new skills. So
0: you're saying if you're in the right niche of this uh, of the manco market then you have a a good business
1: potential we are uh, big in this manco business uh, big enough to address a lot of different asset classes but uh, still small enough (laughs) to uh, not to address everything Uh, so yes there is still some room for growth new room for new projects and we have plenty so we're Looking
0: into the future, five years from now, if I come back and, uh, and talk to you here, what will we be talking
1: about? Finger crossed to give you an update on the success of our distribution company. I'm sure that uh, uh, we'll, uh, in five years we'll cover uh, plenty of countries, uh, more than today, in terms of distribution uh, capabilities. And I'm sure that we can also discuss in five years' time in new IT tools. We are investing massively in IT solutions. Uh, we have a very strong governance framework that is uh, fully on IT tools. So, for me, uh, distribution plus IT is really where we want to invest for the core European part, and of course, outside Europe, I'm sure that I, uh, I will have a long list of new countries where fun business here and where Funrock will be.
0: Thank you very much for uh, talking uh, to us. This was Raymond Franken at Investment Officer Luxembourg talking to Xavier Parin, the CEO of uh, Fundrock Luxembourg. Uh, Before we go, do not forget to uh, sign up on investmentofficer.lu if you're a professional in the fund management business in Luxembourg or outside Luxembourg, your registration is free. So go to investmentofficer.lu and register yourself if you're a professional in this business. Thank you for listening. We'll be back.